Hi, Minimal Moves. Welcome back. It's Haruka again. Today, I wanted to talk to you in the frugal financial series. That was a weird way of phrasing it, but today I wanted to add an installation to the frugal financial series and today focus on how much I spend in a week. Now, I know a lot of just people in general online do this, whether they are minimally minded or there are absolute celebrities who spend. Money as if it's water. Isn't that a proverb or idiom? Like a、um, using, oh no, that might be a Japanese one. Sometimes I get confused if it's a proverb in English or Japanese. I think that is one, but basically there's a proverb slash idiom that goes using money like it's hot water, which is ironic because hot water is also an important and rare resource as well. But That aside, I wanted to delve right in. So, I was looking at this week's expenditure. It's a Monday right now, but I'm looking back at the previous week, and I don't think it's particularly representative. Obviously, right now we have the pandemic going on, and that really skews things in certain ways, but also that is real life. So, I will, what I decided to do was talk through a week this past week, because I know that talking about a future week or keeping People updated as you go can be there's an inherent bias there, and I know some financial advisory person online said at some point that you shouldn't do that because you're going to be thinking about it and skewing your behavior to be maybe less or portray yourself better in some way. And I don't want to do that, so I'm a psych major if you couldn't tell. So I will be talking about this past week, which is the first full week of January, and kind of include a little bit of. Comings and goings before and after that. And then I'll also talk through one week from October. This year, I kind of I'm skipping sort of November and December because so my weakness is、um, in general gift giving, which I know is a very weird weakness to have financially. But so November and December are very non representative of the entire year. I could talk about a quick, let's take a quick look at a week from those months. But overall, I wanted this to be a bit more representative and not glamorize the college student life. So let's dive right in. So let's start with January. So from the week of January 4th to January, that would be 11th. So I guess that is. Today, this is when I'm recording, and I will talk through what I paid money for, and yeah, we'll go from there. So, first of all, I do know that at one point in this week, I was in my friend's car and I contributed 25 cents to parking. So, I'll just note that I did not include this in my spreadsheet. I would have in the past, but recently I'm trying to kind of let those things go and let it be a cost that is necessary and meaningful. So, That's that. In my financial tracking system, I make a spreadsheet every year and it has this template that I copy over each year as well. What I do is I write down the date, the name or the item that I'm spending money on, the location. So, by location, I mean where I paid the money. So, if it's a restaurant order that I then Venmoed my friend, then it would go on Venmo so that I can later revisit if necessary. And then I have a cost. Bracket unearned. So if the line item is an income, then I'll just put the price in earned instead. This is just for spreadsheet calculation reasons. And then I have the purpose. So I have categories such as food, snacks, necessities, gifts for self, gifts for others, entertainment, income, education, transportation, housing, fashion. Those are my categories that I have right now. And those are kind of evolve with time depending on what I'm spending money on. And After that, I have a notes section where I can note however 
other thoughts that are relevant. And then I have a, on the right hand side, a total paid, total earned, and then total spent by each month. So that's how I keep track of my finances by each month. And I just duplicate that template for every month. And some common items that I won't include in the week by week, but I know it's a cost that I'm incurring each week. I just pay them upfront or in chunk. So I have three subscriptions that I pay for. I pay for my, I always forget this one because this one is very new, my iCloud storage. I don't know which one is the lowest one that you can pay for, and that's 99 cents each month. I kind of decided that it's worth it, sort of. I haven't really determined if it's worth it long term, but for now, I think it's a reasonable choice. I'll kind of reassess as I move out of school and my lifestyle changes, but that's what it is for now. I take a lot of, like, I don't take a lot of photos, but I've started doing so more so recently. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's fun. I mean, I do take a lot of screenshots of like relevant information and stuff as well. So I think it's helpful. So that's 99 cents. I am a part of a Spotify membership group. So that's $3. And then I have a phone subscription, which is $25. So that is a total of 20. Wait, let me, let me see if I can do math here. A little under $29. So let's say that's $30 of subscriptions of various kinds. I have other subscriptions that I have access to. Really, it's only Netflix that I'm a family plan member with a friend who has been very generous. So other than that, I don't really have any other subscription. In case you were wondering, I pay for gas, electricity. Those are the main utilities and then Wi-Fi that really fluctuates by month. If you live in the colder area, you know that gas can get pretty pricey. So it really depends on the month. And I haven't paid obviously this month yet. So I can't even try to include it in this past week, but let me go and see if I can find another month's utilities. Give me a second. So I'm going back into November, which should show October utilities. So that says, around $49 or $50 for utilities for October that was without much heat, if at all. We have a requirement in our apartment unit to keep the temperature at a very high temperature that I'm not a huge fan of because I don't think it's very necessary. I go to all my friends' apartments and they're much colder, but it is what it is. And we have a very nice heating system, so it's not too bad. What else? So there's rent. That's also an upfront cost. So I pay $800. In my head, it's very expensive, but it's actually on the cheaper end in the area that I am in. Our dorm rooms are a thousand something if you have a single. I think it's a 900 something if you have a double. And having a single is very important to me personally. I don't know, because I'm also very unable to live on my own as well, I feel like. But, and $800 is definitely on the lower end. You, in a unit that is not breaking apart, almost literally. I think I've seen a building that is literally tearing down that is, I think, 680. I think that's the cheapest I've seen, which was tempting, but I am here now. So please keep those costs in mind. Those are recurring costs. I don't necessarily pay them in specific weeks, but they are obviously influencing those weeks as well. So in the early week of January, I want to start on January 4th and end on January 11th because that would make sense, but... Um, going a day before. So on January 3rd, I had a sweet green dinner bowl. Not the smartest financial choice, but a decent health choice. 
I love street green and I'm very basic for it. I know you can recreate it at home, but it's just not the same. I just can't add that much amount of sodium in my salt and call it healthy, you see myself. So therefore, it's okay when someone else does it for me. Yeah, the cost of that was $12.53. And on the next day, I actually only spent money on post stamps. I, I also, another one of my weird things alongside gift giving is sending letters and sending postcards. And I do that internationally and domestically. So obviously that racks up. And on January 4th, I bought a couple, just a handful of international and domestic post stamps. I really wanted to send this package home because I think my mom would really like this book that I have, but it was $27 to spend it. So I decided that it was not worth it. So I just bought the 4.05 worth post stamps. And my mom thought that it's not worth it. So I'm a little I'm a little sad that I can't send it home, but maybe I'll find a way to bring it home. Fingers crossed that I get a job and everything will work out fine. But okay, moving on. January 7th, I have I have this thing where like I get like it's not anxious exactly, but like when my blood sh- sugar level is weird, like it's not a fun time. So I just need to I use that as an excuse basically to snack is all all you need to take away from this and so i was near a flower bakery and cafe and those are those are beautiful things those are yes those are beautiful crafts and they sell gorgeous desserts and i got a very expensive lemon merengue pie slice for 6.42 this is the type of thing that i struggle to admit to myself or admit to my friends so you guys are precious okay and moving on so on january 10th i went on a grocery run and i went to trader joe's which is heaven but it's heaven and hell in one because everything every single thing that they have there even the spicy things are packaged so nicely and makes me want to have them and i'm surprised that i managed to keep my grocery down to 33 39 that day so i'm just adding that up into my log and So the thing with Trader Joe's is that a lot of their basics are fairly competitively priced. I like that term. I think competitively priced is a reasonable way of phrasing it. And so those are good. However, a lot of their sort of masterpieces are in their preservable foods and their freezing sections or, you know, everything but the bagel seasoning, which is just a combination of random seasoning. So it's really unnecessary, but I did pick one up the other day. And they have lovely snacks and, I don't know, like chips and like breads and everything. And I am absolutely in love with every single one of those. So I am surprised that I kept it down. But pro tip for going to Trader Joe's and keeping the cost down is to focus on the produce and maybe treat yourself to like one frozen food item and one snack or something like that. I, That's just a financial frugality thing. It's not even a health thing, but actually it also is in consequence of health benefit as well. So I just try to keep that in mind. And then another thing is that the IRS, you know, the IRS stimulus thing, the $600 sort of, I don't know what what it's called. It's like a distribution, I guess, that was made fun of in public and like memes and things like that. But I find it lovely. I appreciate it. That was 600 in sort of an income, even though I didn't really work for that. So I'm a resident alien in terms of tax brackets so i was able to receive that as well in case you're wondering why i as an international student received that because i have paid a lot of taxes in this country too okay moving on 
So that's kind of it of what I've spent. I did not spend anything today. I was really, really tempted to get a coffee, but I did not. I, I love getting coffee out, but I know it's not sustainable for my wallet or for the earth. So I try not to do it if I can help myself. And so that comes out to, well, I'm not counting the IRS thing because I don't think that that's a fair thing for me to sort of calculate in. I do have it in my spreadsheet, so it adds up in there. But in terms of this analysis, I won't really subtract that. If I did, I would be in the negatives. But then without it, I spent in this week 56.39. That's adding in the day from before that technically is not in the week. So I guess like it would act in actuality for the week be like 40 something. But I still think that obviously I'm living off of also groceries that I had before and just random staples. I'm eating through a couple preservable items right now. So and I meal prep a lot. So I think that overall that expenditure seems pretty representative of what it is. Actually, maybe a little higher depending. I know that this past year I've actually spent a bit more because I'm trying to sort of change a lot of what I do, including skincare, health, wellness, that sort of thing clothing, everything like that. So I feel like I'm spending more. So this is why I wanted to talk through a random week in October because I think, well, okay, let's just quickly look at a very luxurious week from December. See if I can find it. Okay. Ooh, this week I think I spent a lot. So this is like a peak spending, I think, week, maybe. Yes. Okay. Let's start with January. I mean, sorry, this is December. December. Oh gosh, this is a crazy amount of, okay. December, I think December 11th was a Friday, I believe, because I have my payment. So let's start with that Friday and then go until the day before. So the next Thursday. So December the 11th, I had my income from my work, which is very, very small because I work two campus jobs and I get paid periodically for one, so by the hour for one of them and periodically for another, except I get like a bonus for doing an additional sort of job. On It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I got paid $273 that specific week. So I'm going to be adding that to my calculation because I think that that's something that I sort of earned fair and square. Yeah. And then I got a refund for some glitch that there was in a order that I placed for a gift, you will see a glimpse into my sort of giftaholism here. So I will be adding that refund that I received, which was $4.75. And then I will be adding that up. So that will be $4.75 minus, I'm just doing this for calculations ease, 273.11. Okay, moving on. So I then picked up food for myself. So it was breakfast for myself, I believe, or I think it was a breakfast shared between two people and an extra bagel. I love bagels, if you know me. Blueberry bagels, egg bagels, those two are the best. No, not disputable ever. Please don't say a rosemary bagel is better because it's just not. Okay, so so those two were actually three bagels, two sandwiches and one bagel. I don't really know how to describe that was 13.64 which I would consider fairly expensive but so I will be adding that into my calculation and then I that is that the same day that is the same day I bought a wet comb which is like a wide tooth comb I think it's actually destroying my hair but I was recommended that and I think it does detangle my hair I don't know the verdict's still out I'm experimenting with it 
but I picked that up because I just really don't know what to do. Like, I'm very clueless in terms of skincare and hair care, and I'm trying to learn more about it because I think it's good to do. I think it, like, the mindset of it is pretty hard for me to swallow because it comes from, like, a self-care type of place. But I think that the idea or the ritual of doing that will actually help me sort of turn in that direction a little bit more. Hopefully, who knows? So that's my reason of investing in that. And along those lines, I bought a exfoliator and cream set because again, I have no idea what I'm doing in that realm. And that was $25 online. So I will be adding that up. And yes, online orders are not sustainable. So if you are able to go in store and like are safe, and obviously that's kind of with an asterisk because that's really hard to determine depending on which part of the world you're in. But if you are able to go places in store, highly recommend that or like curbside pickup if you can do that over ordering online because it's just so much shipping and it's just not good. And obviously you are able to be safe maybe, but whoever is working behind the scene is not. So yeah, I mean, anyway, moving on. So then, okay, this is really wasteful and I, I feel very, very guilty. But I did pick up a pair of sweatpants that I've been eyeing for the past six seven months i haven't been eyeing the specific sweatpants but i've been eyeing the shop and also or the brand rather and the style for a while and so i was very thrilled to find it but also i don't know i found it on sale but it was 37 dollars, which is very expensive for a pair of sweatpants or i think so i don't know if that's normal maybe it is Ooh, that's expensive ah yes okay the next one relates to a gift that i haven't really given yet I tend to buy gifts fairly ahead of time, so that's, I don't know if it would have been given by the time this episode comes out, so I won't tell you what exactly it is, but it was, and I quote, 51.92. So I've added that in, and how far do I need to go? Oh gosh, this is a really long week, y'all. Okay, so after that, I ordered... I ordered. That's bizarre. That never happened, so I'm very curious. Oh, I think I was ordering with a friend. Okay. Yeah, usually when I order, it's either because I have a reward from some organization or because I'm ordering with a friend. There's really nothing else ever really. No matter how like miserable I'm feeling, I can't I just can't bring myself to I don't know. I don't know why I'm harping on about that. Maybe I'm trying to justify my crazy cost in other regards. So, on this random day, I ordered uh i think it's tikka masala with paneer what is that paneer tikka okay anyway that was 16 dollars. and then the next day okay i did my payment my monthly payment for my phone which i'm not going to include in this edition because i said i wouldn't include it but now i feel compelled to but i won't so that was 28 dollars, including tax and that was paid online and then, oh, okay, the next payroll comes in. So I'm going to stop there. So actually this week, even though I did say it was going to be, it is a big spending week, I would say, out of my normal calculations, particularly with the hefty gift cost, my hefty sweatpants cost, oh gosh. But I did wind up with a negative this specific week because of my higher level payments, but this is not my normal payment. So in an average week, I guess, in an average rather high cost week i seem to break even generally aside from though the subscription related cost which is for the subscriptions that i have it's not really a big deal but it's the rent and the utilities that are really expensive so that's kind of my general financial structure and then let me look quickly at a week in october and then i will tell you what i see but given the length that this episode is going so far i probably won't 
actually do the math. And speaking of the math, the previous, so the week that we just calculated, that was in December, wound up with a negative 119.78, so around a negative 120, but obviously that's just because of the extra income that specific week. If it weren't for that extra income, it would have wound up in the positives, meaning I spent more than I earned that week. So make of it what you will. I don't know. Also, obviously, I did say subscriptions, but I did not include my tuition in there. That I will not talk about because A, might like determine what school I go to, I guess. I might have spilled that at some point, but you know, so there's that. But also, it's part scholarship, part family, and it's not me at all. And so I would just leave at my gratitude and move on to October. So like generally... I seem to, okay, I know that people give this impression sort of thing at the end of these episodes on YouTube or whatnot, and I'm actually surprised in the direction that I think people don't generally go in, as in I always think I spend so much money, but actually I think I'm spending less than I think I am, and I think that the reason why every month my total spend is generally in the positives, meaning I spend more than I earn, which was not necessarily the case last year, so I've been beating up myself about that. But I think part of it is, yes, I need to stop the gift thing. I, I just don't know why I do it, and I'm sure it's some rooted psychological bizarreness that I will figure out inevitably through my journaling sessions. But aside from that, it's honestly rent and utilities, and that does take up a lot, and I think I need to acknowledge that and know that I'm not yet able to pay that fully on my own. I mean, should I be able to? I feel like I should be able to. I don't know. We'll we'll walk through work through this as in I will work work oh gosh, why can't I say that word? I will work through this on my own. But I hope that was interesting overall. So let's say that I approximately spend roughly in deficit on average. But that's just because I have lovely campus jobs. I mean obviously they're pretty minimum minimal wage or minimum wage in the area that I live in. So it's not it's not glamorous, but it's a great they're great jobs, great supervisors, great coworkers, and I get to sort of keep myself in deficit, especially if I don't I like ignore the rent part. So I mean that's that. I hope that was interesting. Also, I wanted to just say that I obviously am incredibly lucky. I, I don't want to I feel like I have mixed feelings about these privilege disclaimers because on one hand, of course, it's important to acknowledge your privilege. On the other hand, it kind of sounds like I'm just making excuses, you know? So skip ahead if you don't want to hear this, but I do feel very fortunate that I can even have this realization now as in like I'm not keeping such a close eye on every single one of my expenditures that I'm not like fretting about it in the moment and I'm just generally stressed about it. But like that doesn't mean that I live from paycheck to paycheck and I feel very fortunate to have that circumstance. I do also acknowledge that a lot of my, I am roughly a frugal person, I think, depending on like, you know, everything. And I think that that comes from my upbringing. So I'm very, I feel very fortunate that I've had that upbringing because if you don't, like if you, like maybe your parents are big spenders or something like that, then I feel like it's hard to gain that on your own. And like, it's not that I'm making any sacrifices. It's just kind of how I'm used to living. And sure, that does bring apart about conflict and, you know, distress. But I think it's overall very, very worth it. And I'm very glad that I have that mindset too, because a lot of the principles of frugality and like preservation lend to sustainability and decluttering and minimalism sort of intuitively not always but for example saving i have a very sort of 
stereotypical habit of accumulating paper, like what are those called? Like paper towels from places. I don't mean like, you know, going out. I don't know how to describe it. Like if I'm in a Dunkin' Donuts, I will grab a few paper towels. A, because I'll use them because I'm just a klutzy person, but also because if I don't use them, I will save them and I will use them later. And I do use them. I use like and I don't know, like stuff like that, you know, that's very not necessary. And actually, I always think that everyone does this, but actually everyone doesn't do this. And I feel like it's a good thing. So I guess this is my like recommendation to go grab those Dunkin' paper towels, but not really. Really, in actuality, I prefer the parts of me that saves the towels that I've always had since childhood and uses them as like table wipes or that was just a very specific example because I'm literally looking at it across the kitchen. But, or I don't buy trash bags and instead I'll reuse the ones from years and years ago that I've accumulated, which is kind of a bad habit, but also kind of a good habit, you know? Like, I feel like that's very characteristically me and very also Monica-ish if you've ever watched the Friends series. And yeah, I don't know. That's just what I do. But I'm, I'm just trying to say that these are not things that I just like self-motivatedly came up with but rather just things that have been instilled in me so I can't really take credit and I also feel very like happy and grateful that I'm a part of this tradition so before this turns into my therapy session online I want to close this out thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about my personal finances I think I maybe gave too much information, but I hope you just kind of see this as a reference point of what a college student might spend at university, what I I do say I'm a fairly frugal person, but I'm also a very fortunate person, so kind of keep that in mind, and yeah, I'm so glad that you took the time to listen in today. I hope you have a fantastic day ahead. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye, minimalists.